Quicksilver, where we dig deep into the twists and turns of your life and career story. Where I coach a little and you reflect a little bit more. And then we trade gifts. In return for sharing your account and playing with my questions, I play back the very best version of your story that I can for you to use to boost your own self-confidence, to see yourself as never before, and to share with those that you need to convince. Welcome to Career Quicksilver. So this time on Career Quicksilver, we're welcoming Emanuela Di Benedetto. She's calling us from way down in the south of Italy, and it's a pleasure having you here today with us, Emanuela. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Let's start playing. The beginning part is, is the simple part where I get you to talk for a long time and just listen. If you could tell me and the audience your life and career story in something under 10 minutes, the ideas that you highlight, the big choices you've made, the reasons, the thinking, the, the feeling behind those choices, the big triumphs, the big achievements, and, and also any big barriers or failures. So it's obviously a very short time. You can't tell us everything. But if you could start back with, you know, childhood influences and things that made you start making the chain of choices that have got you to today. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when I think back uh, on the influences in my life, I think obviously like everyone, my family is the huge, most uh, most impactful, had the most impact on me. And uh, my mom is actually a working mom. She's um, a chief um, in um, the pediatrics hospital. Uh, and that made a huge difference to me because I always felt like, you know, um, women need to have a career and that's empowering and that's super important to me and find a balance with family and she's been my role model and that's why I've always put a lot of emphasis on career and I decided to go into engineering um, I, I studied industrial engineering here in Sicily because I thought that it would open up kind of the business world but also giving a more structured way of thinking and that's what I did and my experience in Sis here in Sicily as an engineer was very I think it was very unique. Sicily is very known to be very um, uh, not uh, neat, not orderly. And so there were a lot of challenges at the university level as well. The quality of teaching was astonishing, but it's also that environment, a little bit like a startup where you always have to face challenges. And that kind of made me grow and that's why I, I tried to go into startups at that time during I did some internships in, um, in Working Capital, which is the local incubator here in Sicily. And um, I worked as the chief of staff for um, a very small company called Midori. And that was the beginning of my career. Um, as many people, I adored the environment and, you know, the vibe in the startup world. Uh, but then I felt like I needed that little more structure and to kind of, you know, get into the business side and understand it better and be challenged more. And that's why I moved to Milan and I went to, into consulting because, you know, consulting is widely known to be a great kind of business school in a way. Um, and I started in a smaller firm. Uh, be consulting. It's very, it's Italian. It's a boutique firm specialized in financial services. And um, 
for me, it was a great, great environment, great experience. I changed many projects. I spent with a lot of teams and it was a very familiar environment where I really could grow and I could see that the people in there cared about me and my growth. And, but then again, I wanted to specialize a little more. So I switched to Accenture Digital. Uh, to be very honest, switching was not easy. Uh, it was a very long process. Um, it was, I wasn't clear on what road I wanted to go forward into. And then when Accenture came in with their offer, I thought it was a great opportunity to specialize more in digital transformation. So that's what I did. Um, but after five years in consulting, so um, three in B consulting and then two in Accenture, I thought that it was a more the time to kind of go into a product role or in a, in a product company. And so I went to INSEAD to just, you know, broaden my mindset. I did my MBA mostly in France. Uh, it was a different MBA, I think, from anyone else, except the people that did it this year, because we, even though it's an in-person MBA, we basically did most of it online. Um, it was a little bit longer than it should have been, but it was very a very a great experience. And it really helped me understand what I want to do going forward, uh, which is more work more in the retail side with a lot with a lot more impact on the final customer and what they are doing, what they want, and how it can improve their quality of life. And um, as you know, because we've talked about it, uh, you know, even the, this process wasn't easy finding a job because I think it's a combination of finding the right place for you, um, making them see that you can that you can actually do the job when, when you're trying to change so much as I did. Um, and finding that fit also the, that cultural fit with the company. So there are very many aspects in finding a job. And, and, but it's a process where you, that you learn from, I, I feel like. I think that um, it was one of the hardest parts finding this job, but um, it's also a process that made me grow. I'm a lot more comfortable with uncertainty. I'm a lot more comfortable reaching out to people. Um, I'm a lot more clear on what I want for the future. Um, and so, yeah, as I just as I just mentioned, I'm actually now accepting an offer from Amazon. And so I'm very happy to tell you to tell you this journey now that it had now that it ended. Of course, the journey is not really ending now. It's ended for now as you proceed into yeah. the next thing. That's for sure. But but what a varied and rich journey you've had in such a relatively short time, Emanuela. If you needed to highlight just three things of which you're most proud in all that time, what would you talk about? I think that um, the first thing is actually uh, getting into INSEAD, which is, you know, sticking through it. Consulting is very long hours, but and the GMAT takes a lot, a long time. And it also kind of took um, courage on my side, um, like moving, um, moving around, going into something that was unknown. Um, I didn't exactly know what my path for path forward was. Um, so I'm very proud of the journey that brought me there, of having kind of take that chance on myself, having invested in me um, so much. And at the end of the day, having believed that it was worth investing in my career and taking that step and being here. And so this is what the first one, and it's more about 
uh, my personal growth and also believing in myself enough to invest in mm-hmm. in, in in myself. Uh, the second thing um, is, I think, very work related instead, and it's the fact that every work I've done, I've always managed to have um, a great relationship with with both my peers and my manager, but especially for my managers, um, being very appreciated for both being able to, you know, look at the very big picture things and the smaller details. So what happens in, in consulting is that you're usually, you work in teams where there is the manager and then you, there are people underneath consultants or senior consultants, the name changes based on the, on the company. But sometimes you can kind of be stuck in your silos and not uh, really see how the project is going, how it can relate to other projects that your, com- that your company is doing. And I think the thing that I'm very proud of and that I bring in my future jobs is this ability to keep looking at everything and have a complete overview of what the situation is, where we're going, what the strategy going forward is, but also being very, very detail-oriented and like know the needy and greedy details. So this would be the second one that I think I, I brought in my career. Uh, and the third one is a little bit, again, going back, uh, but one achievement that I'm really proud of is um, I graduated uh, with excellence at, at, um, at a university, which in Italy, and on time, which in Italy is not that um, Absolutely. common. <laughs> Um, I think it was I think it was three percent of people who graduated with the same grade and um, and in t- and on time at the time and I did that um, bringing a cap because in the first year I was very late actually I was much later than others so it took me a lot more effort and from that I take um, I'm very proud of it because it showed my perseverance um, and again that's something that I've always leveraged on um, again with the GMAT or even in work you know just sticking to it and finding solutions that weren't visible before. Um, so yeah, these are the episodes, but they kind of bring out uh, the courage, uh, the ability, you know, to keep in mind a lot of things and the perseverance. So those, these are also the reasons why I'm proud of them. Absolutely. Fantastic. Tell me a bit about when you were a little girl, maybe somewhere between seven and 11, something like that. What sort of activities or thinking or just stuff were you doing that made you lose sense of time? Something that was so much bringing you excitement and joy that you got lost in it? Yeah, Uh, that's a really nice question, actually. Um, I think there are two things. Uh, One was sports. Um, like I loved going to play tennis. Uh, that's my, that's kind of my sport. And it was both social because, you know, you met a lot of your friends and you started chatting. Um, but it was also just the physical activity and improving yourself. Um, you know, just trying stuff again and again and, and kind of getting better. And you could see the difference from day one. Um, and then the second one was reading. I just, um, more on the novel side, uh, but I just, you know, loved, I remember when the Harry Potter books came out and I was just, you know, in class trying to hide the book and kept reading. And then obviously the professor noticed uh, I wasn't that sneaky, but yeah. What were you looking for in that, 
in that fantasy world of Harry Potter or anything else? What were you escaping from or, or going towards? Um, yeah, I don't think it's escaping. It's more going, it's, I think it's broadening, right? Even the, if they're novels, you kind of learn about other people's feelings and how they dealt with situations. And it happens that even now, when I think about stuff, how would I do it? I refer to books like, how did he do it? And obviously he's a fictional character. So situations usually have a super happy ending and are super clear. Um, so it's a little bit different, but it, it just, I think it teaches you about other things in the world that you would have no access um, otherwise. And then about the fantasy book, there is that new world that works in a different way and I think it's fun to understand how it works and so what magic could they use in that specific situation and it's a little bit like I guess computer science like what would the computer do if I input this so it's about the discovery I guess of a new world but also of other people in certain situations and learning from them that I would do that I wouldn't do so in this situation that worked out or it didn't. And obviously books are anecdotal, but still I think it really helps uh, broadening your uh, mind. Absolutely, thank you. Tell me about how that, you know, that broadening of your worlds and horizons, the looking for inspiration from fantasy and other ideas, other ways of doing things. Tell me about how that's shown up later in life. Yeah. Ah, let me think about it. Uh, I guess that's shown up um, in different ways. And one I mentioned is kind of influencing my ways of thinking, right? Mm -hmm. So trying to gather experience from, obviously I don't have first and experience on everything. And so it helps to try and, and get that from somewhere else. And I think that other ways it influenced me are just being very open-minded. I think that came, I think that INSEAD was the right school for me because of that. Uh, it's the most international school in the world, right? And when I got into it, I, I was ecstatic about learning about new cultures and integrating the points of view. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that that's what reading does to everybody because mm. everybody for different reasons. But for me, it was just really opening up and flexibility. And then, and I think that helped me because I cannot, I can, yeah, have new points of view and learn from those. But at the same time, I'm also very open to those. So I'm not stuck in my ways. Like I can have ideas, but I'm also opening to challenging them. And I think it also helps when you want to improve, if you use it, if you use it that way, both reading but also experiences, it means that you kind of want to improve yourself, challenge yourself, and self improvement is, I think, super important in anything in career but also in personal life, um, and to just become a better and full, more full rounded person. I don't know if that answers your question specifically. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell me about what's been your biggest struggle in your career. In my career, I think it's been figuring out what I want to do. Like I've, I went to engineering, which is great. It was really a school for many reasons, some of which I mentioned, um, but it also opens up so many doors. 
and more on the supply chain, more on the industrial side and more on the, and also on the corporate consulting side. So it was just very broad. And then I went into consulting and again, consulting is known to be um, very challenging. You change industry, you change, uh, you change team. But at the same time afterwards, you have a lot of doors open. And so I always put myself in this situation where I'm a generalist. I always have a lot of doors open. And then it's kind of hard to choose between those. Um, and I'm very happy to know I did. Uh, if, um, but yeah, I think the biggest challenge has been really like I have all these ambitions and I have all these dreams. I want to do something that's good, that's it helps the final customer. I want to do something that I feel like it's meaningful. I want to have an impact, but how do I actually go about it? That has been a huge struggle. And I've changed my mind many times. Every time has helped me gain a little bit more understanding. Uh, every step I've taken was something that I could exclude or that brought me closer to really understanding what's important for me and what are the aspects that I value. And, but I think this has been the biggest struggle. I don't think it's completely ended. I think I'll always try to look for some other things and wonder what's best, what, where can I go? Where can I be more impactful? Um, but yeah, just summing it up, I think this is like looking for exactly what would fit me. Mm. Uh, I think that's been the hard part of my career. Indeed. And it sounds as though you're coming slowly but surely to a realization that um, when you have many doors open to you, then it can be tempting to think that if you step through one, then you can never step through the others. But the reality is that with intelligence, with calm, um, you can always return or find a different route to the other doors later. But seeing that when you're young and impatient and wanting to have every single horizon open to you all the time um, can be a real struggle. So yeah. well done for beginning to see it. That's great. I think I've got enough for us to be able to take a break. Here we are back again, and it's my turn to give to you. So here's the story as I've received it. So what most people know about Emanuela is that she's a perfectionist, gaining top jobs, outstanding grades, and shooting for the stars wherever she goes. For a young person, she has an unusually high quantity and depth of experience. She's a creative engineer with a strong vision. She uses both sides of her brain to generate ideas and then pushes them through, exploring as far as she can at all times. She's a versatile consultant, a problem solver, who can move smoothly from one project to another in digital and real life and is constantly pushing for a better new world. Her reputation is as someone who uses her strong and warm communication style to navigate a community across the world. She's adaptable and willing to make big changes in order to grow. She's someone of high commitment. She loves to work hand in hand with founders and scalers of businesses for the very best results. She brings the resilience of Southern Italian tradition and mixes it with a deep curiosity about the rest of the world. She speaks English, Japanese and French with ease and fascination. What many people don't know about Emanuela is that learning and horizon broadening have been important to her. Her childhood reading gave her an access to new and other worlds and the fantasy that inspires other ideas and ways. Her powerful maternal role model gave her the impetus to seek out excellence and leadership, to stand out from the crowd and to take responsibility. Something else people mostly don't know about her is that the chaos of 
her native region and some of the things she experienced there have led her to a permanent quest for structure, order, progress, and discipline. And she uses this to her advantage wherever she goes. Emanuela has a deep need for sustainability and equity. She has a big company blue chip brain, but the soul of an angel doing good and fighting for a better world. She brings either or both to her work at different times and in different proportions. She has a strong need for connection and curiosity. The world becomes a smaller place when you talk with Emanuela. She's open-minded to new cultures and ideas at all times. There's another need, which is something about a fullness of expression. She can see that business or fashion or consumerism or whatever it might be is not just about trends, but also about each of us showing our soul to the world. And Emanuela wants to help everyone do that. Somehow this is related to her need for discipline and rigor, an overarching plan and need for a handle or control over her own life and career plan as she masters the chaos around her. There's a need for bucking the trend. She uses perseverance wherever she goes to be beyond and above the crowd. Something else really very powerful about her is that she's a connector of people, ideas and opportunities. And she's been doing this since she was a little girl. She can see these things and loves to help you see them too. And it causes her to be focused on learning and development at all times. She truly wants a better world. She doesn't take the easy path and return to consulting, however tempting that might look. She's going for gold and seeing the long-term path of all the different things she can bring to the world. There's something else about Emanuela. There's been a struggle breaking out of that relatively small box that she grew up in, however inspiring it was, and pushing beyond it is a real thing for her. And the adversity of job searching in 2021 certainly hasn't held her back as much as one might have expected. Indeed, she has triumphed recently and is handling a few offers right now. Her openness in exploring further and further is really something to be admired. Her clients, colleagues, and friends notice all the time that she uses her passion to convince them of whatever she's trying to get them to do. And she keeps this magically strong overview of things from high up above, while also being able to keep tabs on the nitty gritty details. It's no real surprise that Emanuela has been talking to companies all over the world about how she can bring energy and value to them. But she's now harnessing her energy and focus, figuring out which open doors to step through, and also seeing that going through one door doesn't necessarily close the others. Here's what I know. If you're looking for someone who will see opportunity where others see blocked paths and barriers, someone who will use every ounce of her immense intellect to solve your problems, who will bring her heart and soul to the challenges with which you need help, and who will refuse to pay attention to borders or constraints and create the solution needed, then you need Emanuela on your team. Wow, that was really powerful, thank you. <laughs> It was very, I couldn't, like, it was very well said. Um, it was, even hearing it from you was very impressive. Thank you. <laughs> well, you have, you have an impressive story and so many elements that are coming together, it feels like. Um, you've done these different chunks of different things over time, but there's such strong common threads of, of passion and conviction and, and, you know, seeing the order among whatever chaos it might be not just Sicilian chaos, but you know, the chaos that we all um, experience and, and suffer from the world. And some of us know how to capture it and turn it into something more 
more beautiful. And I think that's, that's what you do. So Amazon are very, very lucky to be getting you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud to start. And I think, uh, you know, we can do great things moving forward. I'm looking forward to, you know, helping that. I, I think one of the greatest companies in the world uh, reach out to so many people. Absolutely. A pleasure having you on here today. Thank you so much for playing so openly and sharing some of your less well-known secrets out to the world. We will be publishing in a month or so. And in the meantime, I thank you and wish you the very best in the next stage of your journey. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. And I think you've been great at capturing in an hour, you know, the very essence of what needs to be said. Uh, so um, really kudos to you. You're, uh, you've been an amazing host. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Bye, Emanuela. Bye. Thank you for listening. I do hope that today's story and the work we've done around it have inspired you in some way. If you would like to be a guest at some point in the future on this podcast, then please send me a message telling you why you think that would be a great idea. You can send that to claire at claireharbour.com and I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks once again for listening and see you soon.